Welcome to The Cross Culture with Adam and Kelly. In a world of questions, two nerds with microphones make up the answers and discuss the intersection of faith in everyday life. This week's episode... I, I got it, I got it. I'm just, okay. I just made for you. I'm messing with you. For the love of fantasy. Yay, fantasy football! It's fantasy. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I always think of Belt from... Uh, the Croods. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> nice. Adam, fantasy football, huh? Right. So today we talk about why Kelly refused to join Adam's <laughs> fantasy football league. Yo, I was there. Yeah, he was, on the, he was on the live draft. He just refused to do any of the drafting. Bro, that was funny. You were like, hey, man, uh, we're like an hour out. I was <laughs> like, uh, I don't have you on the roster for like a team. And I went, oh, I had to sign up for that. <laughs> he was like, yeah, resident millennial that understands all things technology. Like, what the heck? And I was like, well, I'll come in and troll. <laughs> so that's what I did. Pretty much true. I hopped on the call and told people their picks were bad. <laughs> like every pick, he's like, why would you pick that guy? Uh, who's that? Joe Montana. <laughs> Joe Montana. <laughs> I broke Adam. Adam's broken. <laughs> Joe Montana's good at football. Whose ball is the devil? (laughs) Everything's the devil to you, mama. So for reals, right now I am looking at my fantasy football team, which is in fact titled Wincing with Every Snap. Oh my gosh, dude. Really? That is the name of my team. That's, That's the perfect name because every time my team's quarterback, the Indianapolis Colts, Takes the snap. I'm going to be wincing. Oh, dude, that's ah, oh, that's so sad. Reminds me of Andrew Luck. Ouch. That's yeah, too, too soon. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> hey, it could be worse. You could be a Giants fan like me. And Man. there goes all of our listeners. Done. <laughs> Hang up. <laughs> well. It was fun. It was fun while we've been doing this, man. It was. It was a good time. It was Thanks. a good four weeks. <laughs> Why Kelly won't join Adam's Fantasy Football League? Because uh, <laughs> you named the team Wensing. Because <laughs> I named the team Wensing. That's like T-boying, except about as not cool, yeah. <gasps> Did I just attack? You attacked our Lord and Savior, <laughs> Tim T-boy. <laughs> Bro. Hi, guys. I'm Tim Tebow, and uh, I'm actually really not that good at pro football. <gasps> That's not nice. But he's a nice guy. I you know, like Tim. Let's be fair. I like Tim let's Tim be Tebow. fair. Tim Tebow is an infinitely better athlete than I will ever be. I yeah. never thought he could transition to the NFL because of his skill set as a quarterback. I thought he should have been a tight end. Yeah, but that didn't work out in Jacksonville this year. He was supposed to be on my fantasy football Well, because he's league. 40 now. <laughs> There's that. He ain't teaching all dog new tricks. N- no, unless they're Tom Brady. I am taking off the headphones. <laughs> bro. Bro. Adam silently legit. smolder at Kelly <laughs> Adam, the rest of the episode. Adam legit. His face went red and he started shaking in his chair. <laughs> oh, crap. He just ripped that, the, the arm off it. Oh, stop hitting me. <laughs> <laughs> For the two people still listening, I have not hit <laughs> Kelly yet. <laughs> yet. Keyword yet. This is why I sit near the exit. 
So my Italian family taught me. <laughs> there you, you go. You always sit with where you can see an exit and get there faster than everybody else. <laughs> um, cool. Okay, so a couple of weeks, right, we talked to, about how hobbies are good, but they are not to be used for escapism. That's right. And so as we talk about fantasy football, we're starting to delve into maybe the dark side of the ring. <laughs> the, the idea that how much is too much? When does something become, rather than an entertainment or a release or a hobby or some leisure activity, when does it start to become an addiction that takes over your life? Well, yeah. I mean, what's the number I just threw at you? How, how big is... This was in 2018, right? Like, and, how big is the fantasy football industry? Yeah, the fantasy football industry in 2018 was a $7 billion industry. That's a lot of green, man. That's more than I've got. I wish I could do computer programming and come up with weird stuff. Right? Jeez, I mean... It's a lot of money. And, and looking at an, another site, they projected that for the year 2020, you know, bear in mind the year 2020 didn't happen, <laughs> but if it had, they were projecting that the industry would have been $14.4 billion. Man. Now, I can't say anything when I was, like, screaming about how great video games are. Like, also, super large industry, right? But just for scope, right? Like, there's potential there, obviously, for it to be problematic. Yeah, absolutely. There's a potential that it, you know, it can suck your whole life down a hole <laughs> to where, you know, we, we transition from oh, I do this thing because I enjoy it, too. I can't stop doing this. Yeah, my reason for being is this thing that I do. Yeah. Like, the rest of life is meaningless until football season. I mean, college football, man. Like, I know people with timers on their phone. Like, college football starting. And I'm like, that's great, man. Like, if you love college football like that, and this is a great season for you, that's awesome. It just make sure the rest of the year is also great, too. Like, right? yeah. you know, I, says the, the, the soccer player. <laughs> who never gets a season. <laughs> I didn't realize soccer was still a thing in the world. And I mean, I, I thought that it only became a thing during... This isn't a World Cup year. Yeah, yeah, because every other place on the planet calls it football because that makes sense. Not egg ball. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> no. Well, we can't call American football pass ball. Or handball. Or handball. Because there's another sport that's ancient across the planet called handball. See, they got there first. I bet like these guys got in a room and they're like, how can we like permanently damage our brains? What can we do? Oh, football. Well, Kelly, what about rugby? Rugby's for cool people, okay? That don't wear pads because they hate each other. <laughs> All right. So I'm done. I'm done shaming football. Okay. There's positives with fantasy football. Let's talk about those for a sec. What are some of the positives of fantasy football? Well, if I draft Tom Brady to my team, and my dark spiritual gift is that every player I draft ends his season horrifically, then I have the satisfaction of knowing that either A, my curse will transfer to Tom Brady, or B... I will be confirmed that no matter what, Tom Brady has made a deal with the devil because he has <laughs> succeeded despite my curse. I love it. I love it. I told you about my mom, right? 
Yeah. So my mom is literally the Madden curse without the Madden curse. So spoiler alert for all of you who drafted Patrick Mahomes. My mom drafted Patrick Mahomes this year and Patrick Mahomes is on the cover of Madden. So that means at Two some point, legs. at some point, like not to speak that into existence, but something, uh, and for, for context, the last four years, my mother's first pick has had a, like a horrific injury. And it's like, everybody's like, you can't draft Giants players. You just can't. <laughs> because she drafted Saquon Barkley last year. Oh. And alas, poor Patrick, I knew him. Why Horatio. couldn't she draft Odell Beckham the year before? I mean, like, come on. It's still salty. Uh, so I think, I think fantasy football, right? I think fantasy football at its best uh, brings uh, competitiveness and, and healthy good ways. I think it brings really fun banter. I think it helps people actually grow more intimate in their friendships, right? Because you're, you're interacting more. Like there's a mechanism there now that requires you to interact a more consistent basis than like, you know, the other, you know, 10 months of the year where nobody talks to each other. It was like, Hey, let's play fantasy football. Now you have to deal with me. Um, there's rivalry there. There is like some skill involved where you're trying to like pick your teams and, and plan around lineups and stuff. And so, but it's not solo. Well, I mean, I'm sure some leagues are, but, but in my context of playing it, it's very social. Yeah. You do it with friends or so enemies or enemies. <laughs> Or people named, or multiple people named Philip, so that you know they can make weird bets. <laughs> Dude, I still think there can only be one. Do we want to do that thing where like we send a mass text out to a bunch of Phillips and then tell them to meet at a park here, and like they have to fight until there's one left? <laughs> I feel like you just described a scene in the movie Anchorman. Highlander, <laughs> except no swords. You only get to use your fists. Only your fists. No hitting in the face. Other than that, there are no rules. What's the name of the mom? It's a wonderful lady. Dorothy Mantooth. Dorothy Mantooth. Dorothy Mantooth is a saint. It's a saint. Bro. But yeah, so I think I think there's a lot of positives with fantasy too, right? Yeah. So we're not just dunking on it, right? No, um, I mean, 40 million people play fantasy football. That's really cool. ESPN doesn't do segments. As Kelly said to me earlier as we're prepping for this, he said, <laughs> look, ESPN doesn't do segments if this isn't... There ain't money in it. Bro, the mouse gets paid, okay? Like, we, <laughs> all hail the mouse. <laughs> all hail the mouse. Mickey's like pulled all the ESPN's execs in the room. He's like, hey, guys, how can we make more money? And they're like, fantasy football. And he's like, quick, get the nerds. And then it turns into not a nerd thing. But, but like, the mouse gets paid. Uh, but in all seriousness, right? Like, so that's 40 million people that were not otherwise connected. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That is, and it, you know, there's that aspect of it. Where it goes dark is when, you know, there are folks whose whole lives, as you said, revolve around this thing. And there are folks whose whole identity is wrapped up in, oh man, I'm in like 10 leagues and I gotta, you know, like, where I really think fantasy sports go wrong is when you get into fantasy baseball, because that is a whole level of investment. Hey, hey, Garrett. Garrett's a mutual friend of ours. True. Hey, I know you're going to be listening to this at some point, and we are literally calling you out, you weirdo. I don't understand fantasy baseball. I mean, that's just called baseball. Like, <laughs> that's just called baseball. I'm just kidding. Not really. And uh, now we've lost our last listener. <laughs> it was... <laughs> 
it was fun while it lasted. But right, and so and and to be fair to fantasy football, right? Like this is true of everything. Like anything can become a, um, you know, kind of like it, it. It can slide into that that place where it's not supposed to be in the hierarchy of your life. Right. And from a spiritual place, so here's something I'm tired of hearing, uh, just to set the record straight. I'm really tired of the sermon where somebody gets up and starts shaming people for football. I'm like, yeah, I cared half as much about Jesus as you did. Wow, I shouldn't have used that accent either, but here we wow. go. Uh, Y'all cared half as much about Jesus as you did football. <laughs> you know, da 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 I'm like, yes, if we cared half as much about Jesus as insert anything here, right? Um, you know, we, we would be a lot better off. And, and so I don't think that's an appropriate response to this too. I just think that it's pretty obvious culturally that if you were in the States or Canada, because that's the other question, apparently a lot of Canadians. What's that, a boot eight? <laughs> Soda. Uh, but <laughs> that's the Midwest. Same thing. Uh, we're in. That's not the Midwest. <laughs> but, um, when you're, but it's obvious that our culture, uh, this is a thing in our culture that has a lot of financial backing and a lot of people are very interested in. So it doesn't mean to say that like this is worse than these other things, but it's obvious, the, it's obvious that more people are playing fantasy football than fantasy baseball or fantasy hockey. Yeah. Which, is that a thing? I play fantasy hockey. <laughs> you nerd. <laughs> really bad at it. <laughs> like you play hockey in your brain? No, and the but guy like that round you three, is? I'm picking guys I've never heard of. That's every hockey team. <laughs> True story. <laughs> but right, so, so there's that propensity, right? So we're just aware of that's the cultural landscape is, you know, when you're talking between 7 and $14 billion, that means there's a lot there. Um, and yeah, and, and also to be fair, it's like, it's like, uh, what's the meme right now? They take, uh, Sean Bean from, from Game of Thrones. It's, it's, uh, pumpkin spice season is upon us. Like, you know, we're in a very, uh, <laughs> how do I say this without telling everybody where we live? Uh, we're still on like the surface of the sun part of the South and, People are about to start putting on their Ugg boots and their jeans and their scarves to walk into Starbucks to get a pumpkin spice latte. I'm like, yo, it's 98 degrees outside. Pump your brakes. Like, you can enjoy your, your latte. I don't care. But don't pretend like it's fall. <laughs> it's not fall. But people go crazy. You're right. Because it's one time a year. Same with fantasy football. It's not year round. No, it's not. No, it's not. And I... Here's maybe a, a couple of things that I feel like are problematic. Where it goes problematic is how many how many professional football players have shared stories of, man, I'm tired of getting fan feedback hating on me because I ruined some guy's fantasy football league. <laughs> like, man, their job's hard. I mean, you know... <laughs> Dude, you can't rush for that many yards. You need to, like, stop. <laughs> right? Like, bro. Bro, that's funny. Like, like, that ain't their job, friends. It's right. not their job. And also, um, you know, one of, one of my notes is, you know, fantasy football is not the same as real life. <laughs> Wait, what? So, and, you know, 
we we have a we have a couple of friends who who in their fan and I have in my past in my fantasy leagues. I'm not going to choose a player from that team because that team I don't like. Dude, I drafted Ezekiel Elliott this year. I didn't look myself in the mirror for three days. <laughs> I couldn't. I was like, how dare I? How dare you? Kelly looks at himself in the mirror and goes, I hate you. <laughs> Me, not not Zeke. Not not Zeke. <laughs> but that Cowboy star, man. <laughs> now, you're right. It, it, it crosses into the... It's not fandom anymore. What did you say a couple weeks ago? It was fanaticism? Yes. Fanatic? Right, it's it's um it's not real life. It's not real life. And and it is, right? Like so very competitive people like myself. I'm looking right at Adam, but I'm I think at out of the people on this table, I I, I would say like healthy competition, Adam's right there. Unhealthy competition, I'm the poster boy. <laughs> what do I'm you not mean? As unhealthy as Kelly. <laughs> and so Let the record show. But from a spiritual take, right? People's worth and value and identity so easily comes from performance. Yeah. And fantasy football, like, people do weird things when they're losing. People do weird things, like, when, like, you know, people start talking mess to you and your team's not doing so hot. Like, things will come out of you that are, like, not what you would say if you were winning. (laughs) Right? Or alternate universe also if you're winning you start to be you know little little uh so so for those of you listening here's here's an anecdote i've i've played fantasy football one time and it was last year with my family uh my immediate family and i won the league and i didn't say anything at all until i won yeah. And then I'm the worst human being that ever lived because I said so much crap to everybody. I mean, I just talked mess. <laughs> the damn burst. Yeah, yeah. Angry. It was like it was like, okay, it's not a sure thing. It's not in the bag. It's not in the bag. It's in the bag. Y'all are gonna hate me. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, you didn't even know what was going on. Yeah, let's not talk about how I lucked into drafting five guys that nobody had on radar who all had gangbusters years and like boomed every week let's not talk about how like i auto picked half of those dudes right like i didn't do any research i'm just kidding i did but like th- that wasn't because i went onto the football field and call- i'm not you know metcalf like catch a balls from russell wilson like i didn't do that i just picked the guy on a computer screen i was like hey let's try this so like there's boundaries there right like there's lines of Sometimes the worst part of us comes out when we're winning or we're losing. Oh, absolutely. So, personal <laughs> anecdote. First time I I played fantasy football with my wife. Oh no, you're still married, right? Yeah, we we, we are. <laughs> but we're so we're married because okay, my my previous career was as a professional journalist, and a professional sports writer. A lot of professional there. You uh-huh. sure? Who gave you that? Lots of people who gave me money. <laughs> they, they gave me money to tell them things about sports. There you go. They didn't say accurate things. <laughs> Just things. I love it. I love it. I love it. My wife did not know what 
W-R meant. Oh, no. One of the two of us won the league, and the other finished dead last. No, you didn't. You didn't take advantage of her, did you? I finished dead last. <laughs> Let me guess. She talked all kinds of mess. Every single <laughs> week. Hey, has, she, it, has she played since? Oh, no. Of course not. <laughs> of course not. Why would she? Oh, man. This is a woman who literally slept on the couch through all of the games, would wake up, watch a play, and go, oh, no, you should, should have thrown it to the other guy. And go right back to sleep. Like, talk smack and then go right back to sleep. I love it. I love it. Has no idea who any of the players, don't know what the positions are. <laughs> I needed, I needed T.E. <laughs> who's, who's, well, I have a T. Oh, no, I thought it was supposed to be TB, so I picked Tom Brady. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Dude, that's so good. Oh, yeah, it's a terrible, ter- terrible thing. It's uh, irreparable damage to our marriage. So those are, I think, I mean, in the end, that's, those create the fun. Those, those are the things that you get into these things for. Those are the hobby aspects, right? Mm-hmm. Where you create deeper relationships, you have conversations, your wife learns new vocabulary, <laughs> and then she smack talks you and you learn new things about her that you didn't know. <laughs> like, man, that woman's cutthroat. <laughs> I'll make this trade with you. Yeah, but all of my tight ends are hurt. I know. You can have my number one, you can have my backup, but you're giving me your running back. But my running back's the best guy in the league. I know. And that—that's <laughs> how the cookie crumbles. That's right, Adam. Remember, Peyton doesn't love you more because you hate Tom Brady. Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I think this is this is also important. So we we've kind of outlaid the um multi-billion-dollar industry, the positives of it, kind of the pitfalls of it, um, and I think. I think this is one of the things that's so I want to I want to do this in two parts. It's so difficult about our culture, right? Cuz our culture is so like for me or against me. Or for you're with me or, or you're for me or you're against me, right? So like it's it's dualistic. A lot of dualism, right? Like it's Yeah, we it's, are we are all about dualism. Right. And so I'm going to say the phrase, right? So it's allegiance to Jesus as opposed to allegiance to other things. Right? And and I, I mentioned the thing before about, like, I can't stand the sermon that's, like, anti-football, which inadvertently then makes you pro-Jesus, right? Because if I shame you enough, you'll magically love Jesus more instead of, like, right. But when we talk about allegiance to Jesus, right, I think allegiance can get twisted a lot into, like, that dualistic mentality of, like, you're either for Jesus or you're against Jesus. And, and I, I want to use this type of symbolism or analogy, if you will. So if you were a king, or if I was a king, this is how we're going to do it today. It's good to be king. I'm the king. It's good to be the king, unless everybody's trying to kill you. And Adam, you live in a farm in my kingdom. What are you? Sir. <laughs> Say that again louder so people can actually hear you. I'm a sir. You are, um, you're one of my subjects. Yes. So you live in whose kingdom? I would live in your kingdom. That's right. I'm just going to keep saying that in different ways to keep hearing that from you because it's making me feel all Creepy good about myself. Creepy beyond all reasons. 
But like, but your allegiance is to your kingdom. Yeah. Your allegiance is to your king, right? And so uh, there's now, granted, historically, we would probably argue that like this doesn't it doesn't work like well. this normally, if no. ever, right? But as one of my subjects, I'm also beholden to you to like keep you safe and protect your family and opportunity and all this other stuff, right? Um, but when we're talking about allegiance to Jesus, right, um, as opposed to allegiance to other things, I don't think it's as clear as the cliche of like, Jesus first and everything else second. It's more about, it might be asking yourself the question of, um, is this good for me and my relationship with God? Right? Yeah. Is this something that I can hold and do that is good for my soul? Because everybody listening, y'all, fantasy football is good for people's soul. I hopped in on that draft call and I got to know some people that I didn't know before and we laughed and we joked around and all of us with the nature of our professions and the things we're all currently dealing with, I could already tell on that call we all needed to laugh a bit. And it was just really cathartic and good and it was just a, a good environment to like mess with each other, right? Right. Our allegiance was still to Jesus even though we were doing fantasy football. Um but where like you would see your allegiances to other things is like you exist for fantasy football or you start cheating or you start manipulating people or you start like being a terrible dad mm-hmm. because instead of spending time with my son, I'd rather spend time drafting football. Yeah. Or even worse, more dysfunctional, you start invading the players' lives. You know, when oh, yeah. players get death threats because some dude's fantasy or some dudette's fantasy football or some person's fantasy football league is, or team is not performing the way they expect. I mean, <laughs> there's a line there. Well, yeah, I mean, we, we talk about this all the time. Like, uh, one day we'll talk about my, my basketball player, my boy. Um, but, like, how, how every, almost every second of every day that line is crossed with him. Yeah. Like, the way people talk about him and talk to him and the things that are levied against that man and his family. It's just absurd. Like, yo, 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 here's a... And let's be clear, like, people who are... In, who are a part of people who associate themselves and call themselves a part of the family of God, hear this clearly. You have no excuse or right to cross that boundary. Yeah, that's a hard line. Including manipulating people. Let's say, for example, you're in a money league and you're cheating. You have no, you have no right. That is, that is counter gospel, right? And so, and, Again, not just fantasy football, anything in life, like to, to, to sneakily or manipulate or do these other types of things. It's like competition, right? People go, well, competition brought this thing out of me. And I'm like, yes, you fully admitted that the thing was in you. <laughs> and this just went, gave you a reason to act upon it. And, and, and didn't Jesus say it's not what goes into you, but what comes out of you that defiles the body? That's why I should stop eating chili. <laughs> too, too much information. <laughs> But right, so it's it's allegiance to Jesus as opposed to allegiance to other things. So it's not to shame you into not doing things or participating in stuff, it, but it's to, there is a lens and there is a role or a place they serve in your life. Yeah, there's, it's about health. Mm, good one. Uh, so 
you will notice that I, I reference C.S. Lewis quite frequently. Who? No, you, you've never referenced that guy. Every single Didn't episode. Didn't he write that uh, Lord of the Rings books and stuff? And How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Wrong lever, cronk. <laughs> oh, no, he's ripping the other <laughs> arm off the chair. <laughs> so... I don't just quote one book by Lewis. <laughs> one, of, one of his other books is called The Abolition of Man. And he talks about one of the problems we have is not that we, we have these emotions, not that we have these um, feelings or desires. It's properly ordered. And I wouldn't use the word ordered because in our modern world, we get this idea of some sort of self-control structure like robot let's press like we talked about last week it's that prosperity gospel if i do a b and c then the result is going to be d i said said no biblical author ever yeah yeah we 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 make it kind of a programmatic kind of thing when when he says properly ordered what c.s lewis actually means is rightly submitted Hmm, that's good so when we rightly submit our fandoms to the right king, in the right way, in the right kingdom, they produce good fruit. Mm-hmm. They produce relationships. They produce laughter. They produce jovially making fun of each other and building camaraderie. Let's not get it twisted, too. Like, like fantasy football might be, like, your quote-unquote Sabbath. Yeah. It might be a place that like gives you peace and joy and relaxation and and while you're drafting you and God are just kicking it. Like I wouldn't put it past some people to do this as a really good healthy rhythm for their lives that like helps them stay centered on things. Um you know, we said this, I don't know if you said the same thing I did, but a couple weeks ago I talked about how I'm super spoiled that I get to do for my job. I get to do the thing that I feel like I was created to do, which gives me life. So yeah. it's tough some days, and yes, I absolutely need my Sabbath time, but like some people need the weekend to like survive the week. Right. And so fantasy football might for you might be this thing where it's like, oh, this is, this is good for me. I like this. It's just fun. But that's with Jesus, not apart. Correct. It doesn't become a substitute. Right. Nah, that's yeah. good. I like it. I like it. I still can't get over this. Peyton doesn't love you because you hate Tom Brady. Yeah, I actually wrote that. <laughs> trying to make myself believe it. You got to put that on your daily affirmations. It'll be like the first thing on your on your bathroom mirror. I don't hate Tom. Hating Tom Brady doesn't make Peyton love me more. <laughs> and then like two is like, I like me. Three is other things. Uh Right for those who 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 watch uh, What If on Disney Plus, Peyton, 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 I heart Peyton zero seven zero four. Okay, this is a total rabbit trail. We are wrapping up, but total rabbit trail. Do you ever see the second Shrek movie, The Wrath of Khan? No, not Star Trek. Shrek. Shrek movie. Shrek. Yes, I've seen. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember when Shrek and Fiona are fighting and they're they're in, you know, uh, uh, far and away. 
and they're at the her parents' house, the castle. Yes. And he wakes up in the middle of the night, and he starts like looking through her notebook, and it says Mrs. Fiona Charming, Mrs. Princess Fiona Charming, <laughs> Mrs. Fiona Charming, and he starts having like that ominous like music in the background. So when you said that, heart, 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 da 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 da. I, when I was dating my wife, <laughs> before we were married, she was in college. So when we saw each other on the weekends for like the first year of our relationship, right? And so I was up visiting her school one day and I found this notebook and I was scrolling through it and it literally had Miss Da-da-da, my last name, Miss Da-da-da-da, my last name. Like, and I was like, hey, what the heck is this? (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, I should have run. I'm just kidding. She's fantastic. And she should have run. She, uh, she should not have been writing those things. <laughs> Dude, I, was, I can't get my wife to write that now. <laughs> oh, man. I was like, wait, hold on. This is how horror movies start. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Closing thoughts. Man, I gave you all my good stuff already. I mean, I, mean, I totally like stole all your stuff. Right? No, I honestly, I think I would probably give as a closing thought. Once again, properly submitting the things that are our leisure activities and our hobbies. They're good. They were created in order to be good. Thing, enjoying things is part of what the human experience is about. But let them orient us back towards the good things we're supposed to do. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah, I would just add... Um, there's that fine line right between life is meant to be enjoyed and hedonism. <laughs> it's like, it's so like just a cliff. Close. It's just a cliff. Right? There's no, right there's now. like you inch towards the cliff. Um, no, but I think, I think it's important to remember, right? Shame and guilt are not from God. Correct. So if you're, you're listening to this and you're feeling like, well, you know, God, God's just mad at me because I don't prioritize God properly. I'm like, that's not, that's not how God communicates with his kids, right? God communicates with God's kids as, hey, let's work on this. Hey, let's fix this. Oh, that's a really big boo-boo. Totally cool. Yeah. Let's fix it, right? And it, and it, is, it, is, a, uh, it is a movement. Right? It's not stagnant. It's not like, hey, let's keep repeating the same stuff. And that's not even to shame you if you keep making the same mistakes. Like you and God are still working through stuff. But fantasy football or whatever thing that's not properly submitted, right, is not God shaming you. It's God trying, is going, hey, look, pay attention. We got to reorient this. Um, I would argue really important spiritual truth is that reorienting is literally the faith we are learning to reorient all the time absolutely not from a place of shame but from a place of we're loved we're adored we matter and there's purpose for our lives and part of that purpose is going oh that's off okay god let's reorient this is the cross culture this has been for the love of fantasy with kelly and adam we'll catch you on the next one Hail to the king, baby.